Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I think he's doing well, you know, but he's married. His wife's here. So uh, she said that uh, bed check was kind of weird the other day. Um, and uh, I said, we they probably don't need to bed check Tom anymore. <laughs> he's 29. He's worked five years at a paper mill, 10 hours a day. So he's I'm somewhat understands going to bed at night. But uh, he's doing really well. Very unique person. Um, a lot of fun to be around. I think he's glad that he's here. Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland. Well, that's coach of Oklahoma State talking about doing a bed check on our next guest in Tom Hutt. Now, I caught up with Barry Burnett uh, not long back, and he disagrees. He thinks we should still be doing bed <laughs> checks on Tom Hutton as he joins us right now. Hey, Tom, how are you going? How are you? Yeah, going really well, mate, really well. Hey, thanks for your time. Uh, this morning, I think it's afternoon, uh, where you are as we speak. Uh, it's a, a big weekend of NFL over the here, and I thought it appropriate that we touch base. It's It's been an interesting few years for you, mate. Just take us through the journey again. I'm not sure that you get bored of telling the same story, but we certainly don't get bored of hearing about it. No, that's all good. Um, yeah, obviously I played football back in Gippsland all my life. Played for Yulon North growing up and then went to Morble for two years, the two good years in 2013-2014, won a couple of flags there, and then went back to All North for a couple of years, and then um, I just I just wanted to, a challenge and was looking around for something and managed to find uh, college football, and um, a few guys around Gippsland area had, um, had got scholarships over here, so I thought I'd go down to Melbourne to Pro Kick Australia and try out, and then within a few weeks I'd had a scholarship over here and then 12 months later I moved over here and been here for three years now played uh, three seasons at Oklahoma State um, as a punter obviously and yeah I'm loving it it is just absolutely fascinating how your life can turn on a bit and take you in a direction that probably you never ever dreamed of planned for but all of a sudden you find yourself in the thick of it. Take us through the time from, you know, arriving at Oklahoma State. What's involved? The, 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 size, of the, the size of the school, the people that come to the ground, your, your teammates, some of the similarities and differences of, of playing in a team? Yeah, it's, it's completely different to footy, um, especially in my position. Um, I, so for people that don't know, when our offense gets stopped, I'm the one that goes out there and pretty much kicks the ball back to the opposition and tries to pin them down the other end of the field so they've got to go the whole the whole way back to the, to score. Um, so I only come on the field probably an average of five or six times a game. Um, so there's a lot of pressure to perform. You get six kicks, so you mess them up. Like, it's a pretty big deal. Um, but, yeah, when it, even the locker room, you know, it's a, there's 135 people on the team. Um, we travel about 75 people so um, but then there's probably only 50 people that actually get to play on a there's 11 people on the field there's an offensive team a defensive team and then there's special teams so I'd say there's probably 50 people that play Um, but um, yeah it's it's a crazy experience there's a there's a lot different to playing 
Gippy League or Mid Gippy with as I think we have sixty thousand people in our stadium and that's mm. full every game. Uh, played at fields like uh, Texas and they have a hundred thousand. It's been full both times I've played there, so it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, going back to playing playing in front of uh, back before you were playing in front of sixty thousand people regularly, Tom, you were. You're a left footer, and were you always a long kick of the footy when you were playing back in Gippsland? Uh, yeah, that sort of started with my my older brother. He's seven years older than me. He played at Yellow North as well. He actually played with Barry Burnett, who was my coach at uh, Yellow North. But he um he sort of started the um the the long kick thing, and then when I came into the seniors, everyone was sort of. I had the pressure to kick as far as my brother did, so I don't know if that spurred me on, but I seem to always have a pretty long kick, and um, yeah, it's, it's done well for me. I saw one of the highlights where they described your kick as an end-over-end kick, which is obviously our punt kick. Is that something unusual for a kicker in NFL to be kicking you know, the traditional punt kick or not? Um, not so much anymore, but it was uh, that's probably only the last five or six years that it's become really... Um, really common that there's so many Aussie punters over here now and they um, just the accuracy of being able to kick a drop punt out towards the boundary line where the returners have a hard time returning it um, obviously it doesn't go as far as kicking a spiral but um, just like our coach just loves the fact that it's so consistent he knows exactly <laughs> what he's going to get when he calls for the punt team to come out so yeah. I'm not kicking sort of 60 yard bombs but I'm just pinning it outside the um outside the numbers on the boundary line and then making it hard for the returners to return my punts. Now, we heard, as you mentioned there, your coach, Mike Gundy, we heard from him uh, at the start of this segment. What He's been there for 17 years, so he must be a bit of a, a legend at Oklahoma State. What's what's your relationship with him like and, and how do you like playing underneath him? Yeah, he's a, he's a fun guy. He's, a, he's, he's pretty crazy. If you look in the stories of him, he goes rattlesnake hunting and he's got a <laughs> hobby farm at his house with miniature, miniature donkeys and tortoises and all this stuff. But no, he's, he's good fun to be around. He's, he's a funny guy and he keeps things lighthearted. But, you know, he knows when to when to turn it on and he can he can get serious pretty quickly. But, um, yeah, as long as as long as long you're doing what you're meant to, he's, he's good fun to be around. And can you just explain to our listeners how playoffs work in college football because it's a pretty complicated process to a to a general sports fan back in back in Gippsland and, and tell us and tell us how you guys went this season as well yeah so it is pretty complicated I'll try and simp- simplify it but so college football um, there's, uh, there's football FCS which is sort of like a almost like a lower division and then FBS which is the football bowl schedule there's 130 teams in that in 10 different conferences Um, and that's obviously each conference has their win and loss record and that's where the top two teams in each conference at the end of the season will play their conference championship and then there's a committee a football playoff committee who are sit and vote on the top 25 teams throughout the year so week to week there'll be a new top 25 and that's pretty much a subjective thing they see what your strength of schedule is 
who you've won against, who you've lost against, and the top 25 out of that 130 teams get ranked. And then at the end of the year, um, the top four teams in that top 25 um, playoff in so it's just semi-finals and then a final, and that's that's how the college football playoffs work. But they're talking about expanding it to the top eight teams will play off, um, which I think will be good because it's, there's always debate about who should be in the top four at the end of the season, yeah. and there's always one or two teams that are stiff to miss out. So we finished you, ninth. Yeah, you guys finished fifth. Uh, yeah, ninth, and then we we beat the fifth ranked team, and then I think we went up. We ended up with a final ranking of seventh. So that's one of the best seasons that Oklahoma State's had for a long time. Yeah, and um, I was reading that you lost to. Uh, Baylor in the Big 12 Championship. So it was a Big 12 for our listeners who might not know. Big 12 is probably one of the strongest championships in, uh, okay. strongest divisions in uh, college football and they finished on top after the regular season, lost to Baylor in the championship game. So they're going very well, Tommy's team. But just before we let you go, Tom, there's been some big names that have come out of Oklahoma State. Thurman Thomas, Barry Sanders, Des Bryant. Are you a chance to be the, the next biggest name? Are you going to make it to the NFL? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have much desire to go on to the next level. And just because of the, I'm pretty realistic about um, NFL team. There's so many free agent punters that are just waiting to get their shot. And they, guys that are 27 years old and that had three or four years experience in the league. Um, so I don't know why an NFL team would draft a rookie punter at 32 years of age, but, I mean, if one's willing to do it, I'm willing to play. Uh, so so what's the future? A- outside of the, the season that's gone, how long do you stay at Oklahoma State? How long can you stay there? And post, uh, you know, th- this particular experience, are you coming back home? Do you stay in US for a while? What are the, what are the options? Yeah, so it's a um, four-year scholarship. Um, so I've, this will be my fourth year playing. Um, mm-hmm. So after this, of my eligibility to play is over, so I can't play here anymore. But um, I'll, I'll stay for another six months after the season and graduate, get my degree. I'm doing construction engineering. So um, I was a carpenter back home, so now I've sort of got the construction management side of things and I'm hoping to move back to uh, Victoria and start working in that field. And just before we let you go, Tom, you're obviously going to be tuning in on, on uh, oh, Sunday for you, Monday for us. Um, you just missed, I think, Trey Flowers is, is the only Oklahoma State player in the game. Yep. So you, he was there a year before you arrived. Do you, who do you think will win and, and who are you going to be barracking for on, on Sunday? I honestly don't know who I think will win. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, and I'm kind of happy either way. Like the story of Joe Burrow and um, Jamar Chase, the two superstars from LSU, coming in and making a Super Bowl in their second year, versus uh, Matt Stafford, who was one of the best quarterbacks in the last ten years, but he's been stuck at a crappy franchise, Detroit Lions, and he finally gets away from them and makes a Super Bowl in his first year. So I'm just kind of I'm just happy either way for the different stories, but. Just going on the the momentum and stuff that Joe Burrow has at the moment, I, I can't bet against him. Nah, nah, it should be exciting times. We're certainly excited 
over here, which is a bit of a surprise, but slowly the Aussies are catching on, which is a good thing. Hey, Tom, yeah. all the best, mate. All the best for uh, for what the future holds for you in Oklahoma, but also looking forward to, to seeing the name uh, Hutton back in Victoria when you get the opportunity. And, of course, your lovely wife or girlfriend. Is it still girlfriend no, or wife? Wife. No, wife. Yeah, fantastic. Hey, good on you, Tom. Enjoyed your time this morning. Thanks so much. And again, uh, all the best. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the time. No worries at all. Tom Hutton there, uh, Gippsland boy. Uh, played your lawn, your lawn North. Played for Morwell in a premiership. He won the mid-Gippsland um, Senior League Best and Fairest in 2015. Yeah, represented uh, 20, Gippsland. 2013-14 premierships with Morwell. So. Yeah. Yeah, he, could, uh, he certainly knew his way around a footy field. Very good player. Goes there, has uh, seven opportunities possibly in the course of a game, which probably uh, in total takes about a minute ten. And that's about how much time we've got to take a break before we start talking more sport. And Saturdays in Gippsland on SEN Track 91.3 and 91.9 in southwest Gippsland. Back in a moment.